Cold Storage is a podcast where each episode we pick a different story from the long history of comics and dissect and review it for your listening euphoria. Join us as we stumble our way through some of the most important storylines mixed with some of our favorites. Enjoy. Welcome to this crisp, new, clean version of Cold Storage. I am your host, Callie, along with... Spencer. I'm Ryan. And sometimes. <laughs> sometimes even Ryan. Yep. <laughs> Not all the time, but sometimes he's Ryan. <laughs> um, what, what makes it cool and crisp and clean? Are we not going to swear this time? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I just know that it's crisp, cool, and clean. All right. It just feels good to be back in these chairs um, yeah. with headphones on and talking to these mics. Yeah. Got our comics in front of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got our drinks. Kelly's drinking an adult beverage. Sorry, his kids. You <laughs> Ginger lime Diet Coke. You should tell your yeah, mom. A, you should tell your mom. Yeah, tell, tell your mom, <laughs> my kids. <laughs> Kelly's kids are, make up half of our listenership, just so you, you, you all, the other two are aware. <laughs> yes. Um, so we, uh, we have an Instagram account that we post on once every month or so. Uh, yeah. Um, it's called Cold Storage Podcast, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, at Instagram.com. Just I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just that Instagram.com slash Cold Storage yes, Podcast. Cold Storage Podcast. Yeah. Dot HTML. Yeah, <laughs> you just need to you just go you fire up your web browser, Internet Explorer, and you just type it in, and, and you'll get to that page. You got mail. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do better about posting on there, but you know sometimes you just uh, just can't keep up, man. When you're old. It's true. You know, <laughs> like in fact. Um, it was hard for me to keep up in this last conversation that that Spencer had with this guy. Um, <laughs> oh boy, that was so funny. It was great. Yeah, so I posted this awesome um, uh, comic um, that was done by the Kirby and Simon Studio, um, and uh, it was actually a, a comic called Joe Palooka from the 1940s. But in there, there was a Boy Explorers um, backup story uh, by uh, and what I put was. Like a Kirby slash Simon joint. Right. right. Yeah. And, you know, most of the time we just get people that, you know, they'll just like her photos. No real conversation needs to happen. Right. Right. And, uh, but then we got somebody who decided to have a conversation with us and <laughs> he took issue with, uh, with something. For sure. Yeah. He took umbrage with, uh, I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> with what you had, uh, yeah, the so, way you had written it. So apparently, so. When Jack Kirby and Joe Simon used to do <laughs> comics, they would put their names in the comic books with Joe Simon's name first, and then Jack Kirby. Or, and it was also known as the Simon Kirby Studio. Uh, but uh, because I put Kirby slash Simon, I made a dude lose. Like, I yeah. ruined his whole day. Right? He, yeah, and he was like, I just can't understand 
why you would put Kirby before Simon. Well, his handle was like like Simon yeah. fan number one or yeah, something it like had, that. Yeah, it had the new Simon in it. I don't think yeah. we should totally sell, oh, sell him out. But yeah, but, no, it did have the Simon in it, and it wasn't what you said. So, But uh, yeah, so you could tell he was a big-time Joe Simon for guy, sure. right? Yeah. And and if you click on his feed, he has some freaking awesome comics, actually. Ooh. Like some really old... Uh, Kirby Simon books. <laughs> I sure hope he listens to this. Dude. I really want him to because, like, I don't. He's he's just not a follower of us. He, uh, I think, because I tagged Joe Simon in our uh-huh. post. Uh, that's what brought him there. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, but and then he saw that we did a podcast and he called us out. He's like, "How can you be doing a comics podcast about history?" And you. Don't can't, can't get the can right. you get these, this name right? And then he asks if he had the power to alter history. And oh, yeah. like, he's like, I don't well, he's like, yeah, why are you saying it's Kirby Simon? Kirby didn't even want his name first. <laughs> like, I love that because I'm picturing this conversation in my head, and Kirby's just like, don't put my name first, Joe Simon. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> and Joe Simon accidentally slips up and pisses Kirby off. Like, oh, I can't believe you put my name first. Um, yeah, so anyway, but yeah, that's, this guy was just like, he was so, he couldn't figure out why anybody would do that. And the thing is, I replied to him, I'm like, I wasn't referencing their studio or their company name right. or their brand at all. I was just referencing the two creators and I just put Kirby first and, and I replied to him, I just said, I'm always going to put Kirby first, dude. Don't. <laughs> He's yeah. like, but I don't get it. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> and, and the funniest part is like one of the last comments he said is, He's just like, the funny thing to me is, he's like, what I can't understand is why you put Kirby first. And what I also can't understand is why you haven't changed it yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is like the first 20 minutes after yeah. I posted it. And he was going to think that, you know, because he posted that, I was going to go back and switch it up and say, oh, yeah, my bad. You got Offer a, whole, a formal apology. Yeah. <laughs> you got a whole bunch of uh, thumbs up from the Jacked Kirby podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they're, yeah, check those guys out, dude. They're Kirby guys, dude. Yeah. They know what we're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, they... And they gave you a whole bunch of thumbs up, so they they loved it. And so the thing is funny to me is his he has the name Simon in his handle, um, and he took umbrage with me mixing up Simon and Kirby. And then as a as a uh, metaphor or whatever, or as a similarity, he said, "Well, you wouldn't say Garfunkel and Simon." Does he only know Simon stuff? I can't, like, as I was reading, I couldn't even figure out his first. I had to read it twice because I'm like, I think he's still talking about Joe Simon hooking up with Art Garfunkel. And then I had to reply and I said that Joe Simon was definitely the Art Garfunkel of Simon and Kirby. You must get really confused watching Simon and Simon. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's really, oh dude. Who was nice first? Who was last? He probably has another Instagram account dedicated Simon to that. It's the only show he watches. It's Simon Says at home. It's Simon Says, not Kirby Says. Let's go watch a Neil Simon play, everybody. Yeah. Listen to Carly Simon on the way. And so forth. Yeah, so anyway, but that uh, that was fun. I actually loved that he posted that on our thing. Like, I was liking his comments and oh, yeah, stuff because sure. I was just like, it's awesome that like he's he taking so the time man. to do yeah. this. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And he just he has a mission to just set the world right <laughs> that it's Simon Kirby and not yeah. Kirby Simon. God bless him. But yeah, I mean, I always would have probably put Kirby first anyway, but now I'm going to make a point to always put Kirby <laughs> first. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, just because it's fun reaction. So yeah. I never like thought it would be as satisfying to get somebody going as it is to get Kelly going about something. Well, dude, I just like, things piss me off. Like this guy at work, he's just like, 
it's ridiculous dude he like so today there's this uh, they're talking he's like oh, so who's your top five uh, characters and he's like naming off all these like Marvel movie characters and is like, this the the kid that just got into no, that comics because of movies what's cool is that kid actually told me I was like yeah I talked about you a little bit on my show and and how um, like the movies got you into comics he's like well to be honest he's like it was actually you talking to me about comics that hey, got me into comics nice and I'm like that is so awesome like I'm glad that like talking to someone about comics got them to start being interested in purchasing them and stuff. So this other kid is more of like a poser and he, uh, anyway, he keeps bringing up stupid like WB TV movie oh. shows and like the movies, but he doesn't know crap about the comics. So he's all about Arrow? Yeah, he loves Arrow. Yeah. Like, he's like, Arrow's okay. like my favorite DC character. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm going to kill you. Arrow. So then he brings up... Uh, Arrow is my favorite DC yeah. character. That's so great. <laughs> he brings up uh, Captain America picking up the hammer and how he like totally called it all the way back in Age of Ultron. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. And uh, then this other kid was like, yeah, Spider-Man's the best. He's like, well, until he picks up Milnor, he is not the best. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> Spider-Man did pick up Milnor. And he's like, no, he didn't. I'm like, yeah, he did. No, he didn't. So I had to pull up like an image of Spider-Man running at the Warriors 3 with Milnor. And he's Dang, like, that's just a that. photo. <laughs> just a photo. Yeah, I'm like. It doesn't count. I mean, you're an idiot, dude. That's all comic As books opposed are. opposed to what? Like, yeah. it's like, comic books are all images. Like, it's like, like, it's just a photo. Well, dude, did you really blow his mind and tell him Superman did it, too? <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, Superman picked it up, too. <laughs> and I was waiting for him to be like, no, he didn't. But he never replied, rep- responded to and me. Actually, so. I Superman say, is one of Stanley's greatest creations. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that Wonder Woman did, too. Actually. She did, yeah. So. yeah. Yep. And Red Hulk. Red Hulk. Yes, I saw an image of him. He's out in space. And oh, he's that's it around. right. I like, have that. Dude, stupid like anybody, book. it's just like Kryptonite. Everybody owns Kryptonite. Everybody can pick up Milnor, dude. Like it's no longer special. Yeah, I, you know I what have, I mean? I have that book. I totally forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, Storm had it too for a little while, didn't she? Or did she have Stormbreaker? She I, had a diff- Stormbreaker. That's Beta Ray Bill. She had no, a different one. She, I, think. I thought she, she had, had her own hammer. Chalice so. hammer. In her hand, too. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know. We know. (laughs) T'Challa's hammer. Yeah, so I just like, got me all fired up because this kid, I mean, it's cool that he's into the superhero stuff, but it's not the same. Like, his girlfriend's into dressing up, and I'm like, you're the type of person I hate. Uh, And he has like a Deadpool keychain. Do you have any pictures of this this girlfriend, (laughs) Kelly? Can I see some pictures of this? Girl? I don't have pictures of her. I don't. Why tell not? Tell your, why don't you text don't. your friend right now? Tell him to send. He's not my friend. Pictures. I could text him for photos. Pretend you that you're friends so I can see some <laughs> pictures. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so what did you? He wasn't. So I set him straight on the Spider-Man thing. He's like, "Oh, I had no idea." Well, yeah, so, no, cor- no crap. He didn't have that. So idea. why don't you <laughs> send him some comics, dude, to read? Why don't you bring some to him? Because I don't think that he's going to be receptive. I think he's totally all about like the movies and TV shows, and that's it. Like he's not really into anything else. Hmm. Sorry, man. So it's cool because I have a kid that like I've converted through comics, and yeah. a kid that w- knows more because he watches movies. Dude, if I was. If I was a young man, and I, and I think that we've talked about this before personally, but like, if I was a young man, and like, it would just be so much easier to watch these movies and watch these shows and not have to read <laughs> read these comics with what eighty years of continuity History and, and just yeah. crazy bullshit 
switch them ups yeah. and whatever but like it would just be so fun to be able to just like watch the movies and like that's it you know and and then you could have time for girls and stuff instead. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But like, man, can you imagine yeah. what a, what an age we live in? Yep, that's true. Well, except for if you want to get to know the DC heroes, they're not quite there yet. Good point. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for Marvel heroes, yeah, dude, you don't need comics. No. Yeah. No. Get rid of Marvel comics, I say. <laughs> well, that's what's funny too is you brought up like, well, what, what? Because yesterday I told him, or on Saturday or whatever. I was. I just told him I prefer DC over Marvel. And so today he's like, "Well, what makes you prefer DC over Marvel?" So I gave him some reasons that, you know, the legacy characters of DC. I mean, the history of Marvel is really cool, and I like some of their characters, you know. But for the most part, DC's just always kind of more interested me, and I've been more interested in DC. It may be more interested in you too. It may be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, if he's only into the movies, you'll never be able to convert yeah. him to DC. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, because... Not until that New Gods movie, right? It's <laughs> coming out. Yeah, huh? what about that, Ryan? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're making one. Yeah. But see, uh, I, I really like uh, Tom King Yeah, a so lot. everybody. But um, he is... If you're looking for someone that's going to like do a super faithful adaptation... Of like got the, the new, writer. Yeah, he's not he's not the dude to well, do it. Well, dude, though. well, here's the thing though. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Um but I don't think you've not, you haven't read Mr. Miracle. I yet, have right? not. Um he, he he definitely changed a lot and it's not the same Mr. Miracle necessarily, but it's it's got this a similar feel still. Like okay. even though he changed a lot of details and made him just kind of just I mean, he was kind of just a dude in the and the originals too, but he made him like just more so, like just dealing with everyday, day to day like issues and stuff. But um, yeah, dude, I mean, it, that's I don't need to see a completely faithful adaptation. It would you know? be, it would be too crazy for yeah, people to handle. Yeah, I agree. You know, so yeah. I mean, like uh, in that way, he probably, hopefully, will be able to ground it yeah. and make it more palatable for a mass audience like a marvel you know? film but the thing is too is it's a movie like that's right. the thing can he even write a movie yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know he hasn't done that he he has written I think he's novels doing some tv stuff yeah, no, right now isn't he uh, i don't know i, I know don't, he was know. working on um some tv things but i don't re- okay he started out be, doing novels before he became a comic book writer um, and, but then he's a hell of a comic book writer, so maybe he will, but it's not guaranteed. That's the thing is like, and because it's a writer, um, for movies, especially like, oh yeah, it's, uh, the writer can get lost in movies quite a bit. Like yeah, his, in the hierarchy, they're like right yeah. above catering for yeah. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Exactly. <laughs> in, in TV, especially today's TV, it's a little bit different. Um, like today's dramatic TV, the writer is more important, but yeah, in a movie, they can just decide to change it. I mean, there was I was listening to interviews with Ed Brubaker. This actually isn't a movie, but it's a movie director. Ed Brubaker's working with uh, the Drive director. Oh yeah, Nicholas Winding. Reffin, Reffin, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's working with Reffin, and Ed Brubaker was just like, "Dude, I wrote it and I turned in scripts, but like, he's like, it didn't look like huh. that. Like when it was filmed, he's like, that's just the way he does it. Is he?" He uses it as a guide, a script as a guide. And, and the reason, this is TV I'm talking about, but the reason I'm saying it is because he's always done movies up until now, this director. Right. Um, and, and his way of directing is he takes the script as a guide, but he would come sometimes just completely change it or just toss it out for that day. Right. Um, and I think that's how, you know, it could be. And this uh, 
this lady that is directing, I can't remember her name, but she directed um, A Wrinkle in Time and a couple other things. Um, and I think why she's she could be technically a good director, but what she's shown by uh, with adapting something sci-fi fantasy-esque is not very good. Wrinkle in hmm. Time was like the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Dang. And Oprah Winfrey was in it. And, <sighs> and I really got a feeling she may bring Oprah in as Granny Goodness. <laughs> Granny Goodness, yeah. yeah. I, I can see that happening. Yeah. So, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, can't knock it yet, but it, it's DC number one, and it's, uh, the you know, her tr- track record for this type of movie is not great, so mm. I'm going to knock it. I mean, Tom King is great and all, but who knows? I mean... You don't have the final say as a writer, right? For sure. So. Yeah, and I, now you're saying uh, you listen to Ed Brubaker. That's who I was thinking of was doing TV. Uh, I mm. mixed him up with Tom King, so I want to read. I swear, Tom King my... has been working on some top secret TV thing too. But maybe he was just working on this. Maybe it was. Mm. Maybe I misunderstood, and it was yeah. this. Yeah, film. I'm not sure. I hadn't heard, but uh, yeah, he is a heck of a writer. And y'all should go read Mr. Miracle. It's like one of my favorite newest uh, new books that has come his, out. His it's vision, so amazing. that vision one, was really good too. So, um, yeah. Never mind. Good. We're beyond. Okay. You like Batman Beyond? I love Batman Beyond. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen one you episode. Haven't? No, dude. You need to. And I, I want to. It's, it's the night. Wait, it's not the '90s anymore. It's, dude, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's yeah it's good dude people uh yeah i don't know how i got into it actually but um but i remember it was just on i guess and i watched it and i was like surprised at how at how good it was cool like it's up there with the original <laughs> animated series and that's awesome book. yeah so batman beyond brings us to our review of muhammad ali <laughs> versus superman This was originally uh, done in the DC Collectors editions, right? Yeah. This one's actually, so they have limited Collectors editions, but this one's actually called, oh, now I can't even get it to come up. This one's called something else. It was like uh, something, all new Collectors edition. That's what this one was called. Oh, okay. All right. But the numbering's still the same. They're numbered like C dash whatever so this is c56 yeah so Uh, the limited collector's editions always have c dash something else um and these are the comics if you're not familiar with them that were big right like uh magazine size yeah no they're bigger than magazine size dude i mean they were like like the old school life magazine size right not like your standard playboy or hustler or life (laughs) Or you already said life. Yeah. <laughs> said, they are like the old yeah. life magazine. You're right. Issues. They are. Uh, but yeah, no, it's still, yeah, they're definitely bigger, dude. It's like, I want to say, if I were just to say, I'd say 15 inches tall. 14, 15 inches tall. That's a good measurement. I love that size of, of <laughs> comics. I really do. Yeah. So yeah, it is an awesome size. So in, And Marvel had, yeah, the uh, Treasury, Treasury editions. Yep. Uh, and most of the time they were just reprints. Um but for whatever reason, this... This is an original. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them All were. new. Some of them were. Like, I'm sure Rudolph was an original. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They had, like... So they did some licensed stuff, like Rudolph. And that was the first one they did. The DC did. They did a ton of Rudolphs. There's, yeah. like, five or six of yeah. them. <laughs> they, they were big hits. Well, and the thing is, is I think generally these were uh, marketed towards kids. Because... Yeah. They would have like games in the back, like dot to dots and stuff like that. Dioramas mm-hmm. and yeah. puzzles, and yeah, they're they're cool, man. You need, like cutouts, 
mm-hmm. for like little miniature guys to sit on your desk. And then, and like I said, most of them were reprints, so they were like golden age stuff, so it would be accessible to like a young uh, child. But, and this one, dude, I'll be honest, um, the Superman versus Muhammad Ali feels like if I was younger, if I was 10, I think I would really love this book. For sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, as it stands, <laughs> I'm 10 years older than that at least. <laughs> and, and as I was reading that, it was just, I, I don't know. It was cool and the, it was beautiful, but I was kind of like underwhelmed. There wasn't a lot of story to tell you the truth in this. Well, and just the plot itself is something that has been done. Yeah. Hundreds of times, you know, like some alien race, like send us your best fighter. And if you, you know, that has been, it's in like Star Trek episodes, it's in just endless amount of comic books. And it's like, it's, it's a like recycled trope kind of plot, right? Well, so, and like, it's not even like that good of a plot because why no. would an alien race come down to do that? Like, as I'm reading it, they're just like. I mean, that was nice of them to want to <laughs> give us a chance, but right. like, why don't they just destroy the Earth, dude? Like, yeah, they had the power. They too. were planning on doing it anyway. Yeah, anyway, the whole yeah you'll time. find out at the end that they yeah. were planning on doing it the whole time. So, what was the point of this? Plus, they were like, uh, it's just so weird. Like, we've got this all televised and stuff. Like, yeah. they know about TV, and <laughs> they want to make sure that it's available on all the networks, like for pay per view. Uh-huh. Like, maybe they were just trying to cash in on the paper pay per view money. <laughs> I mean, I'd pay good money between Superman and Muhammad Ali. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, the thing is, is I'm actually really glad that I did not buy the Treasury edition of this. Hmm. Um, After I read the version I have, I have like the, it's like the deluxe edition. It's just a hardcover. Yeah, it's a hardcover. It's like normal comic book size. And I had an opportunity to buy the Treasury uh, about a year ago, and I I passed on it. About how much was it? 75. (laughs) And, and after I read this hardcover version, I'm glad I didn't spend that money on that book. I mean, yes, it's iconic, and it's it'd be cool to have as like it's a beautiful to look at. as like a historical event, quote unquote. But um, but I'm glad that I didn't spend the money on that book because, like you guys are saying, it 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 kind of fell flat. Like it didn't it didn't live up. Yeah, I'm, to the hype. I'm sure at the time, because you know Muhammad Ali was the baddest mother on on the planet right he was the first one to tell you uh, yeah, yeah and he yeah. he and i love <laughs> the man he's one of my all-time heroes i love the dude and so like uh, but somehow i never read this hmm. until just last night when kelly loaned it to me i've always wanted to read it and so like Maybe that's kind of why I was a little bit let down is just because I've wanted to read this for like 35 years or whatever. Um, but I mean, just the art itself is beautiful and worth worth reading just for that. Um, just because, you know, I'm Neil Adams. And, but um, and it's just fun to see Muhammad Ali call everybody sucker and, you know, and mm-hmm. run his mouth and stuff. But which, you know, which he was awesome at. There's even some Howard Cosell jokes in here, which I love, because Muhammad Ali giving Howard Cosell shit is yeah. my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, and so like the fact that they put one of those jokes in here, it's fantastic. But um, yeah, man, just the, the plot is oh boy. So it's uh, rough. here's the thing: is the way that this was done is Denny O'Neill started to write this, right? And he left. Um, halfway through, so Neil to, Adams to do what? Where I'm assuming he, he went to Marvel or something. Uh, that's 
I mean, I know Denny O'Neill was there in the eighties, but I don't know if he just. Yeah, I don't know. I, what I read is just that he left. But I what don't year? Know. What year was? Did this come out? This was seventy six, seventy eight, seventy six, or no, seventy eight. Yeah, seventy eight. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know where he went. I mean, I know he was there. He was editing Batman in the eighties. So if he did right. leave DC, he came back. But um, right, yeah, I, I guess that's why we I'm probably confused, should have done uh, our homework on that. research. But, anyway. but yeah, whatever reason, it was an unfinished script, and Neil Adams finished it himself, right. basically. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that could be part of why, because he's not necessarily known as a writer per se. Right. Um, although he has written, um, but it, it's not where his strength lies. Like the the yeah. dialogue and stuff was fine. Dude, here's the thing. I didn't have is any Muhammad with Ali's that. dialogue was really good. Yeah, yeah. And it was like spot on. There's, there's rumors going around that he, had, Muhammad Ali, wrote his own dialogue for Ooh. this, um, because he had a lot of say in what happened with this book. Um, in fact, the, one of the uh, things I read is that he said um, he would only do it if he was able to discover Superman's identity. And that's why at the uh, end, right? It, it feels kind of forced at the end, actually. For sure, it's like, yeah, definitely. Like they did this whole big thing and then all of a sudden he like it feels like it's just thrown in there at the end that right. oh yeah i know your clark can't yeah right he's the one dude that figured it out <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and so yeah that's what that's what i read is that he he said that he would only do it on that condition and, and obviously that he would could win superman too so right. um spoiler alert uh, <laughs> Um, and so, uh, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did write his own dialogue. Mm. If, if nothing else, there's plenty of footage that they could have taken mm-hmm. this dialogue from. For sure. Because it, it doesn't feel like when people, when white dudes are writing black dudes like in, for in the Cage 70s. Like for Luke or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, like, yeah, because it, it's so cringeworthy, dude. Right. Say, but this, like, he talked... Like Muhammad Ali yeah. talked, and it didn't feel weird. Like right. No, it felt it didn't yeah. feel racist. Like, yeah, like yeah, when you read exactly. those old right. cage ones. Yeah. So, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But um, yeah, like we said, um, Muhammad Ali wins because they depowered Superman. They had him right. fight outside of a red sun, and uh, so he lost his powers. And he, dude, he got his ass handed yeah. to. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wasn't he, he like. Wouldn't go down though, like Rocky Marciano. He would not <laughs> <Yeah>. go down. <laughs> Well, it's just funny because it's not like a, where you have two companies and they have to be equal. Like when it's a Marvel DC crossover, yeah, like right. they basically nobody can really gain the upper hand on the other. But with this, because it's a real person versus a fictional person, plus it's a cash cow getting Muhammad Ali in your comic book, right? Yeah. So they're just like, go ahead, you can beat the shit out of Superman. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and they can excuse it away with a red sun. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you're right. He just stood up and took the beating for forever. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird too because there's two fights in this, like one right after another. There's Superman yeah. versus Muhammad Ali, and then there's, then the next day he has to fight yeah. that 15 foot tall, 3,000 pound foot alien, <laughs> 3,000 yeah, yeah. pound alien. I mean, and so yeah, it's like it, yeah, it's weird. Like the Muhammad Ali Superman one was a tryout to see who was the, and that was the other stupid thing, dude. So. They're they're arguing with each other. Right. Superman and Muhammad Ali. They're arguing and they're like, no, I could do it. Well, and right. Superman's like being such a dick. He like was. always. And he's, he's just being like, a well, ass. well, I'm yeah. Superman, so yeah. <laughs> there's no way you could win me. And uh, and then the alien comes down. And he's like, wait, I've got an idea. How about 
about you guys fighting yeah. it out. It's like, dude, if this was really happening, if you were invading a country, you would just say, figure it out, or I'm going to shoot you guys. Yeah. Like, yes. I'm going to blow your planet up. You guys figure it out. Well, then they do give him a chance to figure it out, and they're like, 24 hours from now, and then they go into this micro-universe. And they cheat, dude. Yes. Yeah. Muhammad Ali And their, their explanation like is, is backwards, too. I don't know if you guys caught that, but when he's saying, when we go into this other dimension... Yeah, he says. An, he says an hour in this dimension is a, or anyway, yeah. they, it's supposed to be like an a, a minute. It's like ten hours or something. Yeah, like a, an hour inside that dimension is like a minute outside, so we'll be able to be in here for a long time. But they they like say it the time backwards. It's so yeah. that's like funny. It, I didn't actually. It's pick almost that like up. as if they sped time up as opposed right. to slowed it down. <laughs> right, exactly. That's how I read it too. Yeah, it was uh, really. He weird. says no. He says a minute here is equal to about an hour. Is what he says. Yeah. So, so at one minute. So a yeah, minute, one minute there is an hour there. Yeah, you're right. They're, so already, already, in it, they're yeah. already in the dimension when he says yeah, that. Yeah, right. so it's it like is a minute in here is an hour out there. That's really Unless they only have 24 uh, minutes in there. It must have been Neil Adams writing. I don't know. <laughs> I, guess. I just glazed over that because I knew what they meant. And right. Yeah, like, I just yeah, didn't exactly. think about it. But yeah. yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, you catch, yeah. And you get a rare glimpse at Superman's trophy room in the Fortress of Solitude. And he's got a. A submarine in there, a pterodactyl. He has two dinosaurs. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Batman only has one. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, he has a bent iron bar, like that he's <laughs> tied into <laughs> a <laughs> knot. <laughs> like, why would you want to do that? Like, if that's uh, something you can do every single day, why would it be in your trophy room? It's like, yeah, I don't have a trophy of the macaroni and cheese that I made <laughs> earlier today. Um, yeah, but it's funny that Superman and Batman are both kleptos, dude, when it comes to, like, their, like... Uh, Trophies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they remove evidence from the scene of every crime that they fight. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it is kind of cool. They go into this weird, like, dimension. And yeah. And there's a boxing ring that's just, like, floating in space and stuff, and it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like we said, like, dude, if we're, if we're ragging on this, that's fine. Like, it's one thing, but it really is, like... Neil Adams at his finest. Like honestly, it's this so is some pretty. of his best. It art. is beautiful, dude. His likeness of Muhammad Ali is it's yeah, amazing. crazy. Yep. Yeah. So um, I have this kind of funny story to tell. Um, it is related to this in a way. <clears throat> so um, talking to Neil Adams at uh, the convention in Seattle, and uh, he redid. So uh, if if those of you that don't know, there's this. Uh, huge um, picture of Muhammad Ali as Superman battling and there's a ton of cameos all over the stadium right. watching this well um, you got like Batman um, you know Sonny from Sonny and Cher uh, you got Bill Gaines Jimmy you got Carter. Alfred E. Newman Cher is in there the Jackson 5 is in there Donnie Murray Osmond there's a yeah. Yeah, ton of people Joe Kubert dude uh, also um, uh Kojak is that the bald dude's name? Tilly Savalas. Yeah, Tilly Savalas is in here, mm-hmm. uh, but they say that it's Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Yeah, <laughs> but they, but they were like removed a lollipop. They removed or his something. lollipop. Yeah. yeah, and you can see he has his hand up like he's yeah, holding a lollipop, lollipop, and that was Kojak's thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's gone. And they actually had to put a mustache on John Wayne. They had uh, to. They had to redo a whole bunch of people. I, yeah, I remember hearing. So. Um, What's interesting about this is um, a lady, a woman from Sports Illustrated approached Neil and said, hey, would you like to redo this cover? And he said, not on your life. And, <laughs> and, and she's like, well, we'll pay you a bunch of money. So he's like, okay, fine. So what they wanted is the 100 top athletes of the century. So Neil hmm. Adams did um, Muhammad Ali fighting 
Michael Jordan in the ring, and then a bunch of sports athletes all around the um, the stage or uh, watching. What's really cool about that is um, Neil Adams told me told me the story that everybody in that image, um, he basically quote unquote traced uh, photos of them to make them look almost identical, and then took. Um, Photoshop and copied their skin tones and applied them to the people. So the colors that you see, other than Babe Ruth, everybody, because there's only black and white pictures of Babe Ruth, everybody is their actual skin mm-hmm. tone. So as I was reading my deluxe edition, I came across Muhammad Ali being recolored a couple times. Yeah. And his face was actually recolored the same way. It see is. That? It is Muhammad oh, yeah. Ali's it shade. Is egregious. Mm. Like, it stands out yeah, so it, bad. It's, it's actually just traced over. Yeah, I mean, you could totally tell that that's traced over. And actually, I had, I, I was thinking when I read even this first one that uh-huh. he had to have done some of that. The fact that it was, the likenesses were so spot on every single time that he had to, what's called, um, in animation, it's called rotoscoping, where you just yeah. trace over the image itself. Right. Well, and that's what he, he said. He took photos and video and was able to trace uh, likenesses of all these people and uh, re and color them all with their skin tones. Um, and so I thought it was interesting that they, when they recolored this deluxe edition, um, they did the same thing. They did the same thing for Muhammad Ali. So there's a, there's a few, not every image of him, Muhammad Ali, but like three or four of his face. Yeah. It's, it's totally Muhammad Ali's skin tone, like 100%. I mean, the, the whole book that, that deluxe edition, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when because I think it's probably all digitally touched up, I'm sure it is, yeah, but because, yeah, but those few panels where it just looks so out of place, it's very, uh, yeah, it's like jarring. He George Lucas the shit out of some of (laughs) this, yeah, he did, and it just it stands out and it looks so terrible. Those few panels, thank goodness, it's just a few. I mean, the rest of it looks really quite quite great, you know? Right. But, yeah, it's just those few pictures here and there where it's like it stands out like a sore thumb. And they collage. I, I'm sure that's in the original, too, the collage, which is really cool, too. It's like images of his face. Yeah. So, dude, Neil Adams is really guilty of this. He's gone back in. As much stuff as they'll let him recolor, it's, so it's mostly his DC stuff he's been able to have his studio next time don't slam your oh, book sorry, so hard on that <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah he's at his studio continuity studios go through and recolor like everything he's done and and we've talked about this in the past that, like that the new coloring on these old artists it, it like they weren't <clears throat> when an artist draws now he draws for today's coloring but when he was drawing back then he wasn't he was drawing for the watercolor uh that they that's how they applied the coloring back in the day and and it just doesn't it just doesn't work if you're not drawing for that type of coloring it's just not going to it's just not going to look good and every yeah. time they go through and recolor this stuff it just looks so bad so right uh yeah i wish you wouldn't do that like it is a george lucas thing where it's like i want to do my best that i possibly can and your best is actually making it worse you know yeah. <laughs> so uh, one interesting thing of note is that uh, this cover, this iconic cover we were talking about, you see this whole crowd full of people, um, but it was originally done by Joe Kubert. Uh, Neil Adams came through and redid it because they didn't like Julie Schwartz didn't like it. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, I don't think I ever have. Seen I have Kubert. heard of this, but I don't think I've seen it. Let me but see I, if I can find I it. I have heard of the 
Um, yeah. So it, and it looks. It actually looks like freaking incredible, dude. It's it's I all Q-Bird. This one's all in black and white. But what what it the reason why they dis, or, uh, redid it is because the oh. editor thought that it looked too. It looked too grim. They wanted to have have yeah. the audience look like they were having a good time. Well, Q-Bird. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is, is is if you're at a boxing match, this is what people are doing. They're screaming and they're yelling, betting, and like they're not just like sitting smiling, like for the camera. Basically, is what Neil Adams' version of the cover was. This this one feels like it's a boxing match, and that's what makes that's what makes this Joe Kubert one so good. I wish that they would redo a version with the Joe Joe Kubert cover. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they'd probably lose Neil Adams' loyalty if they ever did that. Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> Joe Kubert's in in the Neil Adams covers though, so he did. Uh... Yeah, he put him in there. One thing that's interesting is Kirby's not in there. What what the interesting thing about it though is Kirby, towards the end of his career, he hooked up with this guy named Greg Theakston. Greg Theakston even wrote a. That's uh, in this challenge. Yeah. Greg Theakston wrote a biography on Jack Kirby. Um, so it's funny that he has Greg Thixon in there, but Jack Kirby is nowhere to be found. And he has like tons of other, he even has Vince Coletta in there, but not, uh, Jack oh, not Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. But, uh, well, it, maybe Kirby just didn't, cause a lot of the people didn't give their, didn't sign on for their likenesses, like yeah. Lucille Ball and, uh, there, anyway, there was a whole, they just went ahead and drew all these people, then, then went and asked them for permission, a lot of these Hollywood stars, and a lot of them said no, and so they had to, he had to redraw. Uh, so maybe Jack just didn't want to be in there. Maybe he it was angry be. at DC at the time. Uh, well, actually, so this is 78, so he... Probably he would have been gone by then. Had been gone for like three years from there. So, so yeah, that would have made sense. That that's probably why, because he left, because, you know, he left Marvel originally to for DC because Marvel was screwing him over. Then he got over to DC, saw DC the grass wasn't right. any greener. Yeah, so... <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so that could be... You're probably right, actually, that that's what happened. Um but uh, one of my favorite things, the reason I would buy this, I, I actually would buy the Treasury Edition if I could, just because the art is so freaking yeah, awesome. it's beautiful. And to, to see at. the art like that big would be awesome. But mainly just for this page, I would get the... Oh, uh, yeah, the shaking yeah. hands. Yeah, there's yeah. like, it's, like I said, this is a big, big comic, right? Mm-hmm. And you have Superman taking up one whole page, Muhammad Ali taking up the whole other page. It's a double page, page splash, and they're shaking hands. It says, Superman, we are the greatest. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll try to just get some scuzzy, crappy copy and just <laughs> yeah. frame that, yeah, exactly. that picture. Um, yeah, so it's... Uh, I, I would say definitely get it because the art is is yeah, fantastic. It is, um, and if you can afford it anyway, and yeah, it's just there's some the actual boxing scenes are pretty cool looking too. Like it feels legit, like like legit boxing, and he probably referenced actual boxing matches, I'm sure. Um, but but I love it. What I don't love is Jimmy Olsen narrating the whole way of boxing. It's so annoying, dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like uh, you, you don't need an announcer for, like for a comic book version of boxing. It's not the same. It doesn't yeah. live up to the same thing. Well, and it sounds like when he's announcing, it's not Jimmy Olsen's voice. It's yeah. like he's like somebody different. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, that thing is weird. That's re- yeah. So this this Greek goddess, essentially... The goddess of justice or fairness or what is it? Yeah, 
I, I, something like that. Because they had this robot referee, mm-hmm. and then this this goddess comes out of nowhere, and is like, "Well, I'll just be the referee." Yeah, and, and, and it's and everybody's just cool with it. Yeah, and it's like it's just so weird, and it doesn't make a damn bit of yeah. difference for the story. No, oh, and she's only in like two pages, maybe. Yeah, and she just like you never. She just says, "Hey, I'm a goddess. I'm gonna be the referee," and then you never like hear from her again. Yeah, it's really odd. That that part is like the weirdest part of it to me. Yeah, well, and it's just like. Dude, these aliens, the fact that they just set up this whole like pay-per-view <laughs> thing and then they get Jimmy Olsen to, right. to announce it. It's yeah. like so like you, you want to destroy this world. You're a photographer. Yeah. Why don't you narrate this yeah. to every planet? In the but world? it was pretty funny because Lois Lane called him out and said yeah. they probably got you because they wanted us to look stupid, basically. <laughs> That's true. And so That's that was true. pretty funny. Um, but it just is like uh, it's so like far fetched. But if you were ten Dude, you'd be loving oh, everything. Especially at this time. Absolutely, yeah, for dude. sure. And yeah, and Muhammad Ali was like at the, the most famous athlete at this point yeah. in the world. So like, yeah, it would have been freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's that's all I got to say about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's definitely worth, if you can get your hands on a copy, legally or illegally, it's definitely worth just flipping through it just to look at it it's 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 beautiful but like yeah i would like to look at it again i don't ever want to read it again but i would like to definitely look at it again it's beautiful um, it's fun so there's this one thing I, I know we're winding down but did you guys remember this part where they're like signing off like their broadcast jimmy olsen lois uh, lane oh yeah and they're the like good, yeah. and speaking of fair shakes folks this is jimmy olsen and this is lois lane and they both together say good life yeah is that life was that like uh so was this during the time where they were tv reporters yes it was they were tv report yes okay so that must have been their sign out line their their oh okay that makes sense that's the only way it makes sense actually because if not it's just like even 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 then that's a weird thing (laughs) to say (laughs) yeah it really is (laughs) Hmm. um but yeah anyway there it is Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Suckers. (laughs) Don't say that word. Follow us on Instagram at Cold Storage Podcast. Email us at the Cold Storage Podcast at gmail.com. And Uh, Look for us on iTunes and wherever else you get your fine listening podcasts. (laughs) Leave us reviews, please. Uh, Five-star reviews help. And if you want to start talking trash, please do so. Uh, When you email us, um, give us some ideas of what to review. And uh, go follow that Simon dude. Uh, I won't give his name out, but you can always look on the comments on our page. I'm uh, anxious to look at his comic yeah. collection now. Yeah. yeah, he does some YouTube videos. He's got like these oh. crazy comics, dude. That like, there's this uh, comic that Kirby and Simon did back in the day <laughs> called Bullseye, and it's this Western comic, and it's been on my like list forever, dude, of a comic that I know I'll never get because it's really expensive. Dang. But this Bullseye character is like the coolest design ever. He's like 
a Western guy, but he uses a bow and arrow, and it's and he's got like You'll a domino mask that. and stuff. Have to yeah, show, show that. Show me a picture of him. Um, but yeah, he had some of those I saw on his huh. YouTube video. But yeah, go check him out, dude. He's he's a good guy, man. He's he he meant well. Yeah. Passionate man. Yeah, he had good intentions. Well, I thought about after that reading that whole thing, I was like, who st- who stands who stands up for Simon, right? Yeah, him. Like everybody stands up for Kirby against other people. Why doesn't anyone stand up for Simon? This Dude, guy, that's his mission. It, to him, Simon is the Kirby of Lee and Kirby, I think, dude. I think you're Cause, right. Because yeah. whenever somebody talks about Simon and Kirby, everybody gives Kirby all the credit, yeah. right? So he's like even more underground than the yeah, people who are in Kirby. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Joe Simon needs needs a little bit of credit, man. So Just a little bit, though. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, you guys, we will see you next time. Bye. Less than 1%.